Broadway is no joke. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite, I'm going old school, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, nice. So, all right. Yeah, my my mine hands down is my fair lady. I, I just I don't know. So some about Fred Astaire when he was dancing in it really opened up the whole performing arts for me. Wake up, Dane. Did I blow your eardrums out? What's up? No, you, no, you up? missed me this time. Damn, you missed I was me trying to blow time. your eardrums out again. I know. Oh, I well. Prepared. What's up? Welcome to the Sloppy Syndicate show. I am your host, Donnie, and this is Dane, and together we are Double Ds, because we like yeah. boobies. <laughs> so, <laughs> double um, the yeah. trouble, double the fun. Right. Fun size it is. That's how we like it. So, um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. We are um, live on Twitch and YouTube at the moment. And uh, those of you listening in the future on the podcast, it's much appreciated. We have Ryder in the building today, and they are putting the good old classic back in classic rock and roll. And uh, what's up, Star from uh, Virginia, all the way up there in the farm town. So, welcome in. And uh, without further ado, um, I always say that. I, that pisses me off. I got to quit saying without further ado. Every, <laughs> I catch myself every time. Without further ado. Without further ado. I got to come up with something new. Um, so take it away. We have James from the band Rider. So let's welcome him in. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, yeah, putting a good old classic back in classic rock and roll. And uh, I can't say this about many bands, but uh, Rider definitely sounds a lot better let me rephrase this so it doesn't sound bad Ryder <laughs> sounds phenomenal on the record but there are one of few bands that i actually enjoy live over the record they sound much better live to me um over the the record both bangers oh there we go all right there we go. um hello dane you got hello. in here so that's oh. from star up hi star <laughs> um, we, we gotta watch her mouth now she'll she'll get the switch on us right yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, run us. Um, you guys formed in Queens, New York, out of, uh, you know, I've been to New York twice and I'm never coming back. So, um, yeah, <laughs> run us through how you got, uh, you know, you formed Ryder in Queens, New York, and you're putting that classic back in that classic rock and roll for us. Well, basically, uh, you know, how the band started is, uh, you know, I had an older project that, you know, didn't really work out. So I reached out to a few friends. We got together, you know, started jamming on some stuff and then, you know, started doing some shows, getting some, uh, you know, getting some mileage under our belts. And then, you know, it just all went from there. Nice. Yeah. The best thing to do is to get up and see how you guys are playing and, and working out with each other. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so 2016, they formed your, your first um, EP, your first um, singles came out in 2018. Um, so you guys had the, you know, the two years to kind of work and, and get some music out there. And then the pandemic hit, obviously, we know, in roughly 2020. Um, so how did that affect the band or how did that boost your band going forward? Oh, man. Uh, well, we played one of the last, literally the weekend before the entire world shut down. Um, we did three shows. We played at the chop shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire that Friday. And we played a double header that Saturday. Uh, we did a matinee at the house of guitars in Rochester and we played at stamps, um, in Buffalo or Tonawanda or, you know, 
wherever you classify it as. I, I call it Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and it, it just like the reality kind of set in, you know, after a show, you have a great show. You obviously, you know, if, if Waffle House isn't anywhere near, you go to a Denny's and, you know, me and the guys were all sitting by a Denny's and, uh, you know, over a Grand Slam and my drummer turns to me and he's just like, bro, if I hear COVID one more time, I'm punching someone in the face. And little did we know two it's days later. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's kind of crazy because I made it two years. I, I probably should have listened to him when they told me to quit looking the damn windows, but I, I still <laughs> look at the windows and I finally got it after two years. I just got it. I just got over it. Um, man, it was miserable, but however, they have this miracle pill out there. It's like a miracle Z pack for COVID man. In three days, I felt like a million bucks again. So, I don't know. It probably took 10 years off of my life in the end, but you know, for the time being, it, it, it did, it served its purpose. But um, yeah, so just getting over COVID um, Dane's feeling a little iffy, um, you know, so hopefully he doesn't have it, but um, yeah, that was probably the worst week out of all. Um, I went and saw Wheelie Walker or Wheeler Walker uh, last Friday and then uh, Saturday um, started coming down with it. And uh, yeah, that's not a fun ride. And then today, fortunately I tested negative, and uh, Shinedown was doing a um, small set down in uh, Daddy Cool Records in St. Yeah. Pete and a record signing. So I'm just, uh, you know, this is like the holy grail. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shinedown sign. It's going to go on the go on yeah. the wall eventually. Um, I'm, I'm redoing the studio wall this week. So it'll be different the next uh, next weekend's episode that you see. Um, it's going to be two totally different uh, studios. Yeah, um, I'm going to get this shit taken care of, too, because, you know. Well, I like it. I mean, <laughs> Bob Marley over like the artwork is cool. So. Yeah, I just gotta hang it up and everything, man. Hey, all of this was a pile of shit. I know. Ago, I was, so. I was, I've been to your house, Dane. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. <laughs> hey, I did a little purging, you know, getting all of the garbage out and everything. So now we're, we're, we'll get it back to the way it goes. Hey, so uh, I lived up in New York for a couple of years, man, and uh, I used to get my tires done in Queens, and I also had a, a doctor's office I went to over in Queens off Dane Street, I think it was, nice. and uh, Queens is just my favorite borough because it's got my name as a street in it, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of uh, selfish that way, but uh, how about you? What was it like... Uh, uh, growing up musically in in that you know that uh, area of the country, oh, get under underground up there. So <laughs> yeah, I mean New York City. I mean it's yeah, it's they call it the great melting pot. It really is. It's just you you could find so many things in just a, just a small area, and it's just it, it's so diverse. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's very different. You know, it, it is kind of a culture shock when you do go to other places too. And it's just like, oh, wow. You know, so it's like, but but it's it's cool because, you know, being from up there, it's like you go to other places, it's like it's easier to kind of meld in because it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we have some of that back home and, you know. <laughs> yeah, the thing that, that kind of took me, by surprise, immediately when I moved there were, uh, they had Walmarts and they had Targets and stuff, but the real meat and potatoes of everybody up there, the mom and pop stores, the store that's been there 
for 50, 75, 100 years run by the same family, yep. that you don't have that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, in Florida, uh, it's mostly chains or somebody didn't pay their bills. Yeah. And that's why I was only there for five years. But surprisingly, when I went to, to New York and when I was up there, all the stores, same people working there, been there, you know, their, their family's been there. And it, it's much more of a, uh, a personable uh, uh, interaction whenever you just go to the corner store up there. At least for me, that was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, over here, you know, the proper name for the corner store, we call them bodegas. Bodega, yeah. Bodegas. Yeah. Um, so, and you know you're in a bodega when you got the deli open at 2 a.m. and you see the bodega cat, like, just, you know, roaming around. and <laughs> uh, <laughs> The rat's away, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Getting the chopped cheese at two in the morning. Oh, I, can't, I yep. can't do New York. I did it two years, and uh, yeah, not I didn't live up there, but vacationing, just New York City alone, it's uh, too many people for me. So I am opting out of that. But uh, hey, more power to you. There's so many venues up there. Uh, and uh, if I'm correct, you played uh, in LA at the Whiskey Go Go. Yes, we did. We played at the Whiskey uh, twice, actually. Once on uh, once on New Year's Eve, and the other, uh, I believe that was twenty seventeen. It was the day before New Year's Eve. We did that one with LA Guns. It was the same day as the uh, the Misfits show at the Forum when they were, you know, getting together and doing, you know, that whole business. Yeah. And uh, we ended up going on like literally about like 45 minutes after the forum let out. So it's like you had like a mass of people oh, just nice. come right in. And it was just, it was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's on my bucket list for sure. The uh, the whiskey and then uh, the rainbow bar Two two air, you know, two spots on my bucket list. So, nice. yeah, the whiskey is uh, I mean, that's a hell of a uh, to say you played the whiskey. That's kind of like the Grand Ole Opry of, uh, you know, rock music, essentially. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Dane, uh, what else do you find out? I know you're uh, the super sleuth over there. I am. I am. Now, uh, yeah, living in Queen, living up in New York and being right next to Queens and going through it all the time, I tended to find things that were off the norm a little bit. And one of the big things that I liked doing when I was up there, uh, I'm a big history buff, and uh, I really enjoyed that uh, – Queens has the largest cemetery out of any place in the United States. Yep. And uh, it also has the place, uh, the final resting place of Harry Houdini. Now, yeah, if nice. you, I didn't if know you, that. Yeah. If you go to his gravesite, though, it's kind of crazy. All of the other gravesites are all grown over and everything else. And I mean, it's a pretty large graveyard. And Harry Houdini's is the only one properly manicured and and everything else is done right. It's because that the uh, mu uh, magician society set up a fund back when Harry Houdini died in 1927 to take care of his gravesite, you know, through the end of time, basically. And uh, that's pretty much why that's the only one that's taken care of. And they can't move anybody um, any more grave sites or whatever. They actually just put a law in saying that no new grave sites could break uh, the bedrock of uh, Queens. So there's a hill that they uh, I've just started to put new grave sites on because uh, 
Queens is the graveyard of the entirety of New York City. Uh, yeah. Something like 95% of all people that die in New York end up in a graveyard in Queens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's a few. You got Flushing Cemetery. I mean, Cavalry Cemetery. Well, Flushing Cemetery is where they have Louis Armstrong buried. Um, yep. And then uh, Cavalry Cemetery, which I think is the one you're to. That's like the huge one. Like, that's like literally... Um, it's right on the Queens Brooklyn border, like right by. Uh, That's the largest one in the United States. Now yeah. I'm now I actually want to go to Queens just to like go. You know, I like I'm weird. I like cemeteries and trying to like if I like something paranormal. If it happened to me, I would shit my pants and run. But <laughs> like I want to see it, but at the same time, like I don't. So it, it'd be cool just to go like even like we have Bob Ross in Orlando and I just want to go like sit at Bob Ross's and like paint happy little trees. But then I'm like, <laughs> something will probably happen and freak me out and I'll never be the same person again. I have like a demonic spirit or something like enter me. Um, but yeah, so man. listen, man, as, as long as you have your evil eye and you burn some white sage, you should be good. So uh, I <laughs> age one time that stuff sinks so bad. I almost puked. Like literally I never like I tried it one time and I, I, you know, it was, uh, you know, everyone says, oh, just burn sage. Yeah, I didn't know what it smelled like until I burned it. And yeah, it's horrible. I would yeah, not, I, nine I, out of nine, don't recommend. <laughs> I got a Reiki chick that comes over and sages my house like once a nice. month. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I recently got into incense burning. My my favorite scent, my two favorite scents, Palo Santo and uh, Dragon's Blood. Oh, okay. That's not bad. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, kind of partial to patchouli oil, but that's just me. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, some big news coming up. Uh, what's happening on July eighth, there, uh, Mister Ryder? Oh yeah. Oh, July eighth, we are releasing our four song EP. It's the follow up to Lillian's Lullaby, which came out this past May, and uh, yeah, it's entitled "Don't Think Twice." It's going to be streaming everywhere. July eighth, Spotify, iTunes. You know, I'm sure anyone who still uses Napster, I'm sure you could probably go on there and find that too. Um, That's still around. Oh my god! According, you'll be surprised. Like when I when I get like the uh, the publishing and the distribution reports, like it says Napster, and I'm just like, holy wow. shit! <laughs> like, yeah, I thought they went through a court case or some shit like that. I'm sorry it, to interrupt. Please proceed. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's it's. I, I'm sure it's probably changed over many times since 2004. But uh, you mm -hmm. know, but yeah, no, it's apparently it still exists on paper at least. Uh, so I mean, whoever uses it, all power. Um, but yeah, it's going to be streaming everywhere July 8th and then July 9th. We're going to be celebrating uh, in Brooklyn at the Lucky 13 Saloon. Uh, we're doing the EP release show. We're going to have some physical copies available. So it's us, Crimshaw, Outpost 79, Love's Overrated, and Crashing Atlas. Uh, they're a band from uh, Baltimore coming up. So it's, it's going to be a stacked bill. Yep, I'm familiar with uh, most of those. I just got uh, familiar with Crashing Atlas. They are coming up on the show uh, later this month, actually. Um, so, yeah, familiar with the bands that you're speaking, um, which is unusual, you know, in a, a big world of bands. Um, so pretty cool to see uh, who you're playing with. Um, now, do you guys have a website, or where can we support you guys at? Uh, you can go facebook.com slash rider band, and it's rider with a Y. Not an I. Um, Instagram at rider underscore ny. Uh, YouTube.com slash rider band. Um, 
yeah, uh, pl- plenty of social media sites. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm sure you can probably go and find an OnlyFans with my guitar player's feet on them. So, you know? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, get that July 8th, everybody. Out. Get you a physical copy and get the, your signatures by the band. I mean, right. can't ask for better. Um, and you guys actually have a Facebook page, if I'm correct. What is that Facebook page? Uh, Facebook.com slash Rider Band. And if you want to go a little bit more in depth, we have a group page, uh, the Friends Who Like Rider page. So if you join that, you know, you get, you know, a little extra content, you know, some giveaways. So, you know, some all the fun stuff. Yep, and uh, they're getting ready to do, I don't know if you've done it yet or not, but I've seen you guys were doing a giveaway for the uh, album um, that's getting ready to come out. So, yeah, definitely check them out on Facebook. Uh, stay informed. And um, so, Dane, how would you describe their music? I get some uh, I get some classic rock and roll, some Aerosmith, and, and for some reason, I, I don't know why it keeps popping my head, a, a little bit of Danzig in there somehow. Okay. Uh, I get a... a little Sousson of Motorhead, uh, a little bit of Frank Zappa, just, you know, every once in a while hear that, that uh, odd sound that comes in. And I don't know, man, I, I, listening to the lyrics, um, I'm going to have to go with like uh, maybe early, early Metallica. Like early, nice. where where you know the they they that you could hear the grit through the the sound. You could hear the emotion through it and everything. And it wasn't uh, trying to describe a, a a certain thought or a lyric. It was just how they were feeling and 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 uh, transport or trans. My words are failing me today. Transmitted through the uh, music. And I, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I like rock in, in all of its forms. So uh, I, I'm just happy to see a different swatch and a different color uh, coming through the way that it does. I mean, in this sea of bands and music and sound, it's always good to hear that one that resonates with you and go with it. So I, I really enjoy it. I, I really like the, the, you even got a motorhead kind of persona going on as well, my man. <laughs> Dude, I, that is high praise because I fucking idolized Lemmy. Um, nice. You know, uh, Lemmy is God, you know, yeah. you want to see airheads. Um, but, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, yeah, Motorhead is one of the reasons why why I picked up the guitar. You know, funny, a bass player is the reason why I became a guitar player. And <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, um, I, I'm a huge Motorhead fan, so that is very high praise. Thank you. Yeah, and to touch on, you know, Dane, you're you're saying the vocals, how they're, uh, you know, very uh, very clean vocals, but you have that uh, the grit, the the rasp in the voice, which kind of brings it out and kind of gives you that old school effect. Um, you know that we're talking about so uh, motorhead you know so we'll say if uh, motorhead aerosmith throw a little danzig in there uh, maybe a little black sabbath they have a a cocaine fueled orgy and uh, we had uh, a baby and the baby uh, band that was created as riders so there we go that's the best way we can explain that for you folks (laughs) there we go listen you guys are the first people who haven't said paul stanley Paul, really? I would not have put Paul Stanley on. Yeah, 
No, I, I've heard that a few times. Paul Stanley, like a little bit, like a little bit of the tin tinges in certain songs. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, who did that song? Um, uh, shit, I think that's Dylan. He did the 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 man song. Just I, yeah, don't well, don't I, don't listen to me. I'm, I've had a long day. <laughs> so yeah, with the new album coming out, um, and then uh, you're doing the release party uh, the day after the ninth up in yep. uh, New York. Um, any tour plans? Anything uh, in the works? Uh, East Coast tour? Any concerts in New York? Or uh, we're we're planning some shows. Uh, we're still actively planning shows. Actually, um, after July 9th, uh, July twenty third, we're going to be down at uh, the Moose Lodge in Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, July twenty eighth, we are playing the Masquerade Festival on uh, that Thursday. Um, it's at the twenty three hundred Arena. So, for any pro wrestling fans, that's the old ECW Arena in nice. South Philly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, been there many times as a kid. So, uh, you know, it'll be fun to go back. Um, August 5th, we are up in Rochester at the Montage Music Hall. August 5th, uh, sorry, August 6th, we're doing uh, House of Guitars uh, matinee show, and then we're planning something for the night. So we're going to do a doubleheader then. August 20th, we're in New Jersey again at Dingbats and Clifton. And then uh, September twenty third and twenty fourth, we're playing. Uh, we're doing two shows in Canada, Toronto, and uh, near Niagara Falls on the Canadian side, back to back. Oh, that's such a nice area over there, the Canadian oh, yeah. side of Niagara. Oh man, yeah. So uh, super busy schedule coming up, obviously, and um, yeah. So obviously, you told us a little bit about. Um, your musical influences uh you got started because of motorhead essentially and, and started playing the guitar now did you uh you know once you started pursuing the musical um aspect of it did you um kind of fall into the more classic vibe because of your voice or did you kind of train your voice for that aspect um a little bit of both. I mean, I, I never really, I'll be honest with you. I never really trained my voice. Uh, it's all road tested. And, uh, you know, before I started off just being a guitar player, you know, and, and I was always looking for other vocalists and, you know, I, I just got tired of, uh, <laughs> you know, dealing with some knuckleheads. So I'm like, you know, ah, screw it. I get, I'll try singing. So then, you know, then, then I put my voice to the test and, uh, here we are. Yeah, I'm, uh, I tried singing once, and I am uh, banned in four states now. So uh, yeah, that's <laughs> for me. But um, yeah, definitely a, a great voice you got there, and um, big things to come. I, I, I can feel it. Um, you know, just keep pushing, keep pushing. Obviously, that's that's music. You got to get it out there and just keep uh, grinding and, and grit and hitting the road and playing shows. Um, and hell, maybe we'll see you on uh, Welcome to Rockville or something in the future. Yeah, nope. let us know when you get down to the southern part of the uh, tour, man. Let's you know. Oh, dude, I, absolutely. Funny enough, we were actually, we were supposed to play down in Florida on uh, Daytona Beach, um, you know, right before the world shut down. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're hoping to get back there. Uh, were you going to play for Bike Week? Uh, when, when is Bike Week? Um, bike Week is in March. Um, oh, no, we, we were going to go down there Memorial Day weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know uh, Bike Week is uh, pretty huge, and they have um, uh, pretty much every venue has uh, bands all day long. So 
Nice. Memorial Day weekend in Daytona is nothing to shake a stick at either. So. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the dirty D is always popping. So dirty Daytona is what we call it here in Florida. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, I, we've always wanted to go to Florida. The further south we've been, uh, we, we've been to New Orleans. So, I mean, it's, we, uh, the, but yeah, we have Florida's on the bucket list. Well, there's some rock venues in Tampa. Um, I know that they've been doing shows down on Ebor and, and uh, they've also been doing show, uh, the new venue uh, down at the Armature Works place, which uh, they just built around here. I, I mean, it's crazy in Tampa right now, man. It, 10,000 people a day move to Tampa, Florida right now. We're full, it's, it's crazy, right? Now. The, the streets are packing up. Mm-hmm. Venues, it doesn't matter what kind of show you want to go to. It's packed. Uh, nice. I mean, it, it's got its ups and downs. I enjoy all the people, but at the same time, you get a batch of assholes, which you get with the nice people. So right. you never know. <laughs> I mean, you're one of you're one of the assholes in the batch. So I mean, hey, you know. I'm nice to people <laughs> until they fuck up. I mean, you know. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> yeah, so how how is the scene? You know, Dane's talking about the scene down here, and it's um it, it's thriving. Like it's there's months. You know, there's yeah. waiting lists to play at venues. Um, yeah. Are you guys experiencing the same thing up? you know, in New York that, you know, now the floodgates have opened and every band uh, and their brother kind of want to get out and play, or is it um, relatively easy to book a gig up in New York? Um, yes and no, it's, it's a little easy. Um, you know, it does have its challenges. Um, if you're local to the area, it's easy to get a gig. If you're from outside the area, eh, it's, it's, it's a little bit hard. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of places, you know, again, it, it, it comes down to draw, it comes down to money. And it's like, you know, if you're not bringing, if you're not bringing the asses and you're not bringing the dollars, then, you know, right. don't matter who, you know, at that point. Yeah. It makes the world go around, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, I love, uh, I don't know. I, um, Dane's going to make fun of me, but, uh, I don't know. I would go to a Broadway play. I don't know why I like Broadway plays. Why would I make fun of you about that? I love Broadway. Oh, you okay. crazy well, as hell. I, I figure you're going to make fun of me. I know, I know Oklahoma. <laughs> I know most of all the songs in Oklahoma, My Fair Lady and shit. I grew up watching them things. And, all right. Well, uh, when well, I did I'm live in New York, that was one of the first things I did is I went and I saw a rent. Five million, twenty-five hundred, six thousand minutes. <laughs> yeah, I saw Aladdin. Um, that was my ro- most recent play, and it was actually pretty good. I was surprised. So, um, I mean, that was a couple of years ago before the pandemic. But uh, yeah, I would love, especially like Lion oh, yeah. up there, like some like a major, like you know, they go all out up there. Not like down here, it's just like a little mini production. Yeah. Oh yeah, no Broadway's Broadway's no joke. Yeah. Um, my personal favorite, I'm going old school, uh, Phantom of the Opera. Oh, nice! So, all right, yeah. My my mine hands down is my fair lady. I, I just I don't know. So, some about Fred Astaire when he was dancing in it really opened up the whole performing arts for me. See, I'm sitting here bashing New York and how much I hate New York, and now I'm like, I want to go to New York. Yeah, like, I don't know why you're bashing it. I love New York. <laughs> I think I went. I learned the, how to play craps up there. <laughs> I think I went at the wrong time because I went for the Macy's Day Parade. Oh was, no! I was, I was just Dude. like, there's way too many people. I'm like, screw this. I'm never coming back to New York. Dude, if you're coming to New York, I mean, you gotta like, you gotta go to the non-tourist areas. You know, like pass through the tourist areas, but you know, you you, you gotta see the heart of the heart of new york you know go to yeah. go to a yankee or a met game or like you know something 
something along those lines but yeah no the the macy's parade is is the fucking zoo and it's like also the same and, and i'll dispel the myth no native new yorker is stupid enough to stand in the middle of Times Square to see a fucking ball drop. No, that is I, all tourists. I lived on 99th and Central Park West, and I know every year the closest that we would go is we'd go to the roof and watch it. That's yep. it. You you don't try to get in the middle of them or nothing like that, dude. I, I go even screw the roof, man. You turn on the TV, Dick Clark's <laughs> New Year's Rock and Eve. They wait until the homeowners marathon. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, and and some of those years it's freezing, it's snowing, and these people oh, are yeah. There's, yeah oh. that, it's one too many people. Yeah, too damn cold. Yep, you're standing there for literally twelve hours just to see a ball drop. Like, oh I'm, yeah, I guess I'm getting a little bit old in my uh, older years where I'd rather just watch it on TV. Yeah, well, bit, so no, I, when I, I was living up there at 26 and I didn't want to go out there and do it, so <laughs> it's nothing to do with old man. That's just that's your brain telling you that's a bad idea and you should right. fucking listen to it. <laughs> so, uh, Ryder, uh, what would one band or one artist, past or present, uh, you would want to collab with or share the stage with other than Lemmy? Can't be yeah, like, uh, yeah. Well, Lemmy would have been that would have been yeah. that choice by default. That's number one. But we, that would have been number one. Uh, close number two. Uh, David Coverdale, White Snake. Okay, uh, all right. That's yeah, great, great voice. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, I would. I want. I want to guess that he always. Uh, he always slips my mind for some reason. But uh, yeah, there's so many talented vocalists out there, and uh, there really are. They really, really are. You forget I, about them, and then someone brings it up. You're like, oh, I, 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 I've been discovering a bunch of old stuff. So I, I just discovered uh, the Carpenters from the 70s. And nice. yeah, I, I don't know why, but I listened to that Top of the World song, and <laughs> it just reminds me of like going to grandma, going with grandma to bingo or something like that. So <laughs> but yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm stuck on this vinyl craze now and this cassette craze. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, and cassette, really? Yeah, a love- vinyl. I can understand. There is nothing that sounds better on a cassette as compared to vinyl or digital. It just, yeah. I, I mean, I understand the aesthetics of it, right. and what to put it in, and everything, but just a man, tip. you just put it in, just, just a little bit, just a little, little taste, just a so, little bit, you know. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I, I've, I've dropped one habit, which is Dixon flannels. Now I picked up another habit, buying freaking vinyls and that. So, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I just got the doors. I got, we're talking uh, about pants, right? Going. No, Dixon, like the shirts, Dixon flannels and that. Yeah, it sounds like you're saying I, I was into Dixon flannels. It sounded <laughs> like you were, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you took a trip to Fire Island and we didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael Jackson, I did uh, go to his, um, you know, well, Neverland Ranch once, you know, so. Oh, my God. I'm so getting you that shirt for Christmas. <laughs> Dicks and flannels. <laughs> All right. So what an episode today, folks. Um, we're getting ready to wrap up. It is Friday night, and uh, we're going to go have some fun. And uh, Ryder is probably going to go have some fun and uh, test and tune uh, some of his new music that's getting ready to come out. Uh, so any final departing words for the fans out there or future fans? Yeah, let us know what oh, you man. Uh, ch- check us out. Um, you know, find us on our social medias. Uh, you know, facebook.com, rider band, 
Instagram at rider underscore NY, uh, youtube.com slash rider band. Check us out, listen to our music on all streaming platforms, and most importantly, buy our shit. Please. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I say this every episode. And, uh, you know, one t shirt or one album is almost the equivalent of 6,500 streams. Um, so just think of that in your mind. 6,500 streams. Um, can be bought with one CD or one T-shirt. So it makes a huge difference uh, for the bands itself. So um, at least this is a great show. Uh, nice to hear more about Ryder. Definitely check them out. So, yeah, it's uh, good old classic rock and roll I get. You know, I don't want to put you in a category, but putting that classic back in the classic rock for me. And, and then I'll uh, take it, man. <laughs> you know, I always end the show, not end the show, but uh, at the end of the show, I always bring this up. So... One second here. And uh, folks, remember, it's okay not to feel okay. And you actually matter. So if you are uh, having some issues, please reach out to 1-800-273-8255 or text go to 741-741. Folks, remember, it's okay not to be okay. And you matter. So reach out to somebody that cares about you. And uh, my final departing words is I hope we pleasured ear holes just a little bit. Made those ear holes moist. And uh, keep it sloppy till the next episode. And uh what do you got, Dave? Hey, stay up, stay happy. We'll see you all next time. All right. Until then, keep it sloppy. <laughs>